You're listening to the Safety Moment Podcast by Utility Safety Partners. Safety is always a good conversation, and it's a click away. Here's your host, Mike Sullivan. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different on the podcast. It's just going to be me. Me, me, and only me. Actually, no, it's not. It is just me, but I'm here representing all of my colleagues at Utility Safety Partners. I'm here representing all of the agents who respond to locate requests, the administration, the team leaders, the managers, the directors, my board members, and of course, all of our the people who work on our volunteer committees. And of course, I'm representing you, our listeners, and the people who rely on our services to dig safely to protect public, worker, and community safety. I'm going to give you a bit of an update for what's coming up in 2023, and also talk about what we did in 2022. Welcome back to Series 2023 of the Safety Moment Podcast. Nice to be back. It's nice to be back after a bit of a break, although I did enjoy it, I have to admit. It was nice to have the break with family and friends, but uh, then you come raring back in January, and guess what? The calendar keeps flying past you, and you got to keep moving with it. So here we are with our podcast series restarting in 2023. And uh, nice to be back, as I was just saying. What we're going to do today, I want to talk about our our year that we just had, 2022, and uh, what we did, what we accomplished, what you accomplished as our as the users of our system, and where we're going this year in 2023. You know, 2022 was the year that many of us saw the beginning of the end of the pandemic, which was a welcome moment for, for so many of us. We we started getting back together with family and friends again. We started doing things again. You know, the, the masks came off at the hockey games and the, and the major gatherings. Concerts happened again. Festivals happened again. And, uh, and, and yet, you know, when we look at the, the data for the Alberta COVID stats, for example, they just keep, the numbers keep going down. And that's a good thing. So I, I think... Although I'm no doctor, I think we are past the uh, uh, the major part of the of the global pandemic, and that's a good thing. It allows us to get back to doing what we need to do as a society. With respect to utility safety partners, the, the pandemic when it began in March 2020, it had a major effect on on our services and on, and on our operations. We left our office. We had to transition immediately to a remote working uh, situation. And yet, shortly after a bit of a lull in early 2020, the system was taxed perhaps more than it has been in recent memory. And what that looked like was from working from home, it put a lot of effort and a lot of uh, pressure on our team leaders and our staff, our administration, and they responded admirably so well i'm very proud of the team so much so that 2020 was the busiest year we've ever had in terms of receiving and responding to locate requests and we did it all from home now moving forward we really haven't been back we go back to the office from time to time and but we haven't been back uh, and that's because we've proven that we don't need to be in the office to manage the system and to manage the, the damage prevention process. For example, in 2022, we finished the year 
just shy of 460,000 locate requests in Alberta. That's the second highest in the last 10 years. And we did it with an amazing, almost 88% of those locate requests came through the web. That's amazing. So not only are we seeing the high, almost the highest number of locate requests ever in our history, we're also seeing the highest ever web percentage, meaning the system is working. The web percentage, the people going to click before you dig, as opposed to call, clicks versus calls, is working. Homeowners, almost 50% of all locate requests from homeowners are online. And homeowners will dig maybe once every 10 years, once in a lifetime, and they're getting it. Contractors and members, however, those are utility safety partner members, their locate requests are 98.5% online. And when you consider how many times contractors are using our system, which is the vast majority, that is extremely high. And they're doing it because it works. They're doing it because it's convenient. Now, for those who do need to request a locate by phone, obviously, we're still doing that. But it's a diminishing a part of our business, less than 12% of all those locate requests, those 400 and almost 60,000 locate requests came in over the phone. But the average speed of answer for the year was just a minute and 21 seconds. The average queue callback was eight minutes and 43 seconds. Now, what is queue callback? That's when you call in and you have the option of selecting a, uh, a queue callback, meaning the system will call you back. You can hang up. The system will call you back when your, your place in line is now coming up for uh, to speak with an agent. You don't lose your place in, in line and you just select that option. Now, the average wait time for that over the year was 8 minutes and 43 seconds. And the average queue wait time, so the, 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 the amount of time a person is waiting to speak to an agent if they're not taking queue callback was a minute and 11 seconds. So, we are meeting our targets and we're providing services to Albertans how they wish to use the system, whether it's online or, or by a phone call. Looking ahead in 2023, we expect a similar year uh, operationally with additional locate requests continuing to migrate to the web. Uh, again, it's, it's the homeowners. That, that's the demographic that we're looking at now that will continue to increase and they're doing that by about 5 to 10% every year. For example, in 2021, uh, I think we were around 44% of all locate requests were online from homeowners. And this year was getting close to 50. We'll probably start inching up to 52 and 53. Maybe in a couple of years, we'll get to 65. But that's just going to take time because those are, it's really the younger generation that's really more familiar with being online. Uh, you and I will order a pizza by calling, but our, our kids will order a pizza through an app. And that's what they're expecting that our system will do. The, the challenge we continue to have is that uh, when the digging season begins in earnest, and that is in the month of May, it's like flipping on a light switch. When that happens, we experience a flood of locate requests every Monday between 8 a.m. and roughly 11 a.m. And then there's a bit of a lull. And then Again, that switch hits on and we have another flood mid-afternoon. But by Tuesday afternoon, maybe Wednesday morning, it gets really quiet. And it continues that way throughout the week, except in the month of May. In the month of May, we will receive as many as 60,000 locate requests in a month. Now, when you look at December, 
uh, and we had maybe 1,200 the entire month. So that's when the digging season begins. And that's if you're experiencing long wait times, it's going to be then. If you have to make a locate request and you, and you have to call in, try calling on a Wednesday or Thursday or Friday. Because, I mean, if you're calling Monday, let's face it, you knew you were going to be digging on, you know, the week before. You knew you were going to be digging soon. So why not just schedule yourselves to call on a Thursday or Friday and you won't have to wait as long as you would on a Monday. Upcoming year, we've got lots of stuff going on. And it's not just from the contact center. You know, from the education awareness side, um, we have, we're back to having our conference and we're really glad. When we unified services with the Alberta Common Ground Alliance and the Where's Align campaign a couple of years ago, we promised to bring back the, uh, the safety conference that the Alberta Common Ground Alliance was hosting every year. And this year, finally, with uh, the pandemic in the rearview mirror, March 28th and 29th in Red Deer, we will have the Utility Safety Conference. Day one will be the conference, and day two will be ground disturbance training. And then after that, just after that, Dig Safe Month kicks off. And April 1st, we'll have our two new ambassadors, safety ambassadors, hitting the road in Grand Prairie and in Red Deer. We'll also have a new safety ambassador in Calgary. In terms of education awareness, that's also the time when we, our radio advertising campaign begins and we'll almost be starting our corporate sponsorships. You may have seen us with the Okotoks Dogs. We're actually promoting with the Okotoks Oilers as well this, win this uh, winter. And I'm really proud to say we're, we have a relationship that we are uh, kicking off again, no pun intended, with the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, uh, which provides us with a number of appearances of the Grey Cup uh, and one of the keepers of the cup, Mr. Jeff McWinney. Those events we're going to be planning in concert with, for example, the safety conference uh, in uh, end of March. In terms of social media, where we continue to work in that space, we continue to post our daily safety moment, which I know many of our members are, are going to when they have their own tailgate meetings and using our daily safety moments as their safety moment to kick off their tailgate meeting. And then we have something we tried differently this year, a little something new with the gamers. And I'll call it the gamers, but it's, you know, maybe not the best title, but we had advertising that was uh, jettisoned into various online or, 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 you know, smartphone game gaming apps where a, a break in the, in the game, you would see our ad click before you dig. I can remember my wife and one day she was playing words with friends. I think it was, I says, Hey, check it check, check this out. Look at this. And it was, uh, you know, click before you dig an ad for click before you dig. We're going to be doing more of that this year. And it's going to be a busy year for education awareness, best practices. We continue to work on the best practice manual, the damage prevention process in Alberta, um, and contribute to the national best practices that are managed uh, by the Canadian common ground Alliance. The damage prevention process in Alberta, the update for that will be completed in March and rolled out with the safety conference at the end of March. Training standards, that committee continues its hard work and the anticipated release of the locating and marking standard will happen uh, this year as well. This is something that we've been working on for over a year now. 
And uh, we firmly believe that it will have a considerable positive impact on damage prevention in, in Alberta. And uh, for example, what it will do, it will facilitate and enable a retail model for locating and marking. Under current uh, operations, when we notify a utility owner of, a, uh, of an excavation, proposed excavation, they will triage that to determine whether or not a locate is required. And when, it, when, when one is required, they will dispatch a locator to locate and mark that uh, site before the excavation occurs. Now, when we have um, what I will call the, the buried, the, sorry, the shallow utilities, such as NMAX, TELUS, EPCOR, ATCO Gas, um, the, the City of Calgary, City of Edmonton, when those utilities, they're all usually in a, in a very tight area, they have created a locate consortium that releases or dispatches one locator to identify and mark uh, all those buried utilities. That has, while, while it makes a hell of a lot of sense, it's those, those resources have been tapped routinely uh, year over year over year. And what we're working on now is a retail model whereby the digging community can choose to secure a locator from a qualified pool of locators and they can simply pay for that locate. Now, it simply gets, it gets added to the cost of, of doing business and it assures a locate in a, in a timely manner and uh, which is not subject, unfortunately, to perhaps delays by going the traditional model, the traditional route. We believe it's going to be a, a game changer in safety and reduce costs for the digging community particularly. March 28 and 29, mark your calendar. We'll be at the Cambridge Hotel in Red Deer, Alberta for the 2023 Utility Safety Conference. This is the first time we're back in a number of years You'll hear an update or the state of the unification from the chair of the USP board. You'll have updates from the committee meetings, uh, concurrent education and awareness sessions, a captivating keynote address from address, a captivating keynote address from Chad Kennedy. There'll be a trade show and Jeff McWinney and the CFL's Grey Cup will be in attendance. If you haven't met Jeff, you're going to enjoy him. He's one of the keepers of the Grey Cup and he is a wealth of knowledge and one of our damage prevention ambassadors over the years. If you're looking for the agenda, you can go to utilitysafety.ca, click on events, and you can find everything you're looking for right there. Hope to see you there in Red Deer. Legislation, this has been a long, long road and uh, it has some linkages with the training standards and particularly that retail model for locating. In 2022, we drafted legislation um, for damage prevention legislation for Alberta that quite simply would require all bird utility owners and owners of overhead energy and utility assets to register the location of those assets with utility safety partners. And to respond to a locate request when uh, one is made prior to a ground disturbance. And responding may mean to locate and mark within a certain amount of time or provide an all clear. And for the system, 
to a, a smart system to provide to the excavator when they are working in the vicinity of an overhead energy or utility asset and to stay seven meters safe. Now, the legislation was drafted. We released it for comment. Uh, we had two rounds of comment. And then we had a uh, had correspondence that was very timely and certainly appreciated from the Alberta Road Builders and Heavy Construction Association. We, we released the, the legislation, draft legislation, twice online, and uh, we had received public comments. We modified it accordingly and provided feedback um, publicly when the legislation was modified in accordance with those comments and where it wasn't, and, and if it wasn't, why we didn't uh, modify it. And it was around that time when I received correspondence that was timely and certainly appreciated from the Alberta Road Builders and Heavy Construction Association, requesting that a bilateral working group be assembled between utility safety partners and the road builders to look at the legislation and to identify any areas that we, we had to look at more closely. The road builders use our services a lot. They are one of our primary users. Their feedback was absolutely essential. And they are also a very powerful organization. Now, the road builders said that if, you know, we could collaborate on this and, uh, and button down the legislation that it made sense for, for us and for them and for everybody else, that they would support it um, when we provided it to uh, the Alberta government. And uh, we've gotten, we are so close to doing that. We had a meeting again yesterday and we've really done a lot of work and I'm very proud of the work that uh, we've done and of the relationship building that has occurred as well. So where will legislation go? Well, the track now to deliver legislation or anything with the uh, Alberta government is getting very short. The, the election is coming. And, uh, but that, that doesn't mean that we won't do something. We won't do anything. There is, uh, we, we've established a, a very good relationship with the, the minister that, and the parliamentary secretary that are working on this with us. And, uh, you know, regardless of, of what the outcome of the next election is, that work has got to continue. This is really a nonpartisan, um, issue. It's public safety. It's the uh, providing the integrity of utilities that provide services to our way of life and really the economic backbone for the, the province of Alberta. So it makes sense that we continue down this path and we're, we have a strong committee, legislation committee, and we have a strong um, legislation contractor working with us with concentric public affairs guiding us through this process. So there's definitely a lot of work going on here. Uh, coming up in, in 2023. It's going to be an exciting year. It's going to be uh, one that's going to have highs and lows like every other year. But I want to thank all of the users of our system who take the time to request a locate and to to do the right thing. This really what it comes down to. You know, the, unfortunately, the, the law in Alberta is, is somewhat limited. Occupational health and safety says you must uh, identify buried utilities before you excavate, but it doesn't tell you how. It doesn't tell you that you should do so through utility safety partners, whereas the Alberta Energy Regulator legislation does, and whereas the Canada Energy Regulator 
uh, damage prevention regulations also says you contact the notification center or the one call center for that province. We're the right path to do that. And we've been around for 40 years, almost, and uh, we do it a good job. We are renowned around the globe for the work that we do, and I'm proud of, of being part of that. But I'm proud of the people that use our system, too, and recognize that this is a simple, simple process to protect public, worker, and community safety and protect the integrity of the buried infrastructure that provides our services for the way of life we have. That's going to wrap things up on the podcast. I want to start again. That's going to wrap things up on the podcast. I want to thank our producers, stories and strategies, and I hope you choose to follow this podcast on any directory you're listening on. And please do leave a rating. It helps. You can follow us on Twitter at utility underscore safety. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook. And we're thinking about TikTok. If you'd like to send us a note, maybe you have an episode idea, please email us at info at utilitysafety.ca and put podcast in the subject header. One click costs you nothing. Not clicking could cost you everything.